Hello, listeners. I'm Allie, and this is Quad Pro Quo. As always, I am joined by my three co-hosts, Tammy. Hey. Matt. Hello there. And Guido. Hi. We are a weekly film podcast inspired by the quid pro quo scene in Silence of the Lambs. And every week, one of us picks a movie to talk about. This week is my pick, but before we get to my amazing pick, what did you guys think of the finale of House of the Dragon? Uh, I think it was pretty cool to learn that dragons really uh, do whatever the hell they want. Um, It was pretty cool, but also I read, I finished that book already, so now I'm like, I know how everything's going to happen now, so I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. So let me tell you this, or let me ask you this. How many seasons are they going to milk out of this? I think they're there's they're saying they're saying there's going to at least be four. I can see that, but then they're definitely going to milk it and it's going to be ridiculous and it should have end it should end really with 3, but they're probably going to do a whole season dedicated to the aftermath because the aftermath has a certain family from the north that everybody loves from the original show. Mm, the start. Yeah. Oh uh, well, no. Actually, it was the um, the Mormonts. Oh really? Oh really? No. It's oh. a, of course it's the Starks. Oh, um. I like the Mormont family. Hmm. Spoiler I... alert: Everyone dies. Shocker. I well, everyone can't die. Everyone dies. <laughs> because then we wouldn't have a Game of Thrones season. Well, in the in the long scheme of things, everyone dies. Well, true. Hey, true. where in the book uh, <clears throat> did it? Uh, you know, say that the queen showed her feet to the guy that was cranking it in the corner, the club foot fella. It actually didn't mention that at all. Really? They didn't have their own chapter just for... No. I, fu- funny enough, people didn't really... If you read the credits, you would see special oh. guest director Quentin Tarantino. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. Well, good for you, buddy. People blew that so far out of proportion. I kept seeing headlines like... Why? I'm not but, yucking anyone's yum. No, no. I'm saying other people. I was because ex- I hadn't watched it yet, so I just saw the 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 headlines that said like the foot the foot scene and people are disgusted. I expected when they went to go look for that oldest fucking kid, the kid who's king now, Aemond or whatever. Aegon. Aegon. And they were like, he has different tastes. I thought that was going to be the foot thing, and I half expected to see them walk in with a chick like going to town on his feet. Or, he's like, hell or, yeah, I suck toes. Or, no, <laughs> like, going up and down on his foot, you know. Disgusting. That's what I was expecting with the way people freaked out about How it. Not, even... here's my foot while the guy jerks off. Like, I was like, this is not that bad. Yeah, it's, it's I don't know. A queen's involved. It's pretty scandalous. It's not that big of a deal. Queen, you God. know, and especially since, you know, Queen <laughs> Allison has, like, Monty Python feet. Her feet look just like the giant foot you see in Monty Python. No, they didn't. <laughs> in, in that there are five toes? Like the, you know, the animated foot where it's like... <sighs> no, no I, I know exactly what you're talking about. It was also a foot. I also yelled at the screen. I was like, I was like, if they kill one more woman in childbirth, I will never watch the show again. <laughs> yeah, all the birthing scenes, God. let me tell you, very accurate. Oh, yeah, yeah, it puts the fun in fundus. So you pulled your own children out? Vince and I did. Oh, God. <laughs> she had a mitt. She oh caught him. No, I they I pushed the shoulders out, and then they were like, do you want to get him? And I'm like, yeah. Yep. How could I forget? Wow. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. 
I was at a concert that night. That was pretty fun. Yes, we were at a, a Monsters and Men concert. <clears throat> you played them out. Um, I don't have a segue into the my movie. <laughs> speaking of played <laughs> yeah, out, we've been no. doing pretty well with those segues. Um, speaking speak- speaking of feet and weird family dynamics. Uh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> way to go. Um, the movie I picked for. Um, the month of November, which we're not doing a theme month, I just happened to have picked a movie that happens to be about Thanksgiving. Um, <clears throat> came out in 1995. It was directed by Jodie Foster. It stars Holly Hunter and Iron Man himself, Robert Downey Jr. It's called Home for the Holidays. Paramount Pictures presents a film by Jodie Foster. When you go home, do you look around and wonder, who are these people? Where did I even come from? Around the table. Have you seen it? Had you seen it? I'm sorry. And what were your initial thoughts of my pick? Guido. I have not seen it. And I'm going to be honest with you. Was not looking forward to watching it. But I found out my boy Iron Man's in it. So I'm like, all right, carry this movie for me. Let's okay. let's see what you're going to do. Matt? I had also not seen this movie. I had also not seen this movie. Um... And uh, yeah, I, I always go in with a grain of salt just to, to irk Allie because I like to make fun of Holly Hunter's list, which isn't cool, but I, <laughs> I, I do. I'm sorry. Yeah. But she's still great, though. And um, I always love playing games now in my head, like wondering how much Robert Downey Jr. spent on heroin on site. A lot a in this movie. So, and plus, was- and plus uh, Anne Bancroft in it. And mm-hmm. I was just like, yeah. Hell yes. She was good too. Just from the from the get go, she was yeah. really good. Tammy, uh, I have not seen this movie. Mm-hmm. I thought to myself, Allison really likes '90s rom coms. I don't really think it's a rom com, though. Do you? It said, uh, "What it does it say? I it's a rom com." Um, let me see here. At the very beginning of the movie, it says that it's a comedy. Heart like warm and fuzzies, like it says all of. These I mean, there's words. a romance in it, but romance and it's not the central storyline. No, no, it's not the central storyline. And then I, I looked at what Matt is the central storyline? Family. Like, oh, I can't, I can't wait to sit next to uh, Guido and listen to him complain about how there's no guns and. No Sorry. action and how much feelings are involved. Well, it th- takes place in Baltimore, so I'm sure somebody was getting shot. Sorry, Baltimore. That's fucked up. What? <laughs> Not really. How dare you tell the truth? <laughs> <laughs> they can say the same thing about Philly. It's very true. Ah, 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 pump the brakes. And Wilmington. Pump the brakes. Hey, pump, pump the brakes. Yeah. We're not going to besmirch Philadelphia. Yeah, we're not besmirching Philadelphia okay. right now. We love that town. It doesn't. It doesn't oh, negate yeah. Go the facts. That town has been good to you. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, start start it off. So we meet Holly Hunter's character. Her name is Claudia. Before we start, can we just go with the sure. with the with the opening credits? Tammy had an interesting point when um, we were talking about this before we started. Like the sheer fact. Oh, I didn't know Jodie Foster was involved in this uh, movie. Yeah, it's like this is a Jodie Foster film directed then, by, written by, this by, produced by. Like, I have a feeling they were not allowed to show this movie at John Hinckley's... Uh, Probably not. His uh, parole hearing. Or or wherever he was... In, or mental health, right? He was he was in a mental hospital. So, yeah, they probably couldn't show this movie or he just would have gone 
into overdrive. Who is that? He's the guy that shot Reagan for for Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. Well, he said he did it for Jodie Foster. He was like obsessed oh. with her. Oh. And now he's out. And yes. He's, he is out. Now. He's super excited. Okay. To be out or like the, that this movie was well. Hopefully he got produced. help. Created yes. by Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster had a lot to do with this movie. So. And had the longest opening credits I've ever seen for like. Really? Ever. Yeah. For like a, like a non-superhero James Bond movie. Yeah. That, it felt, it just felt were, long. It felt okay. long. Well, we meet Holly Hunter. Her name's Claudia. We kind of hear her called Claude or something throughout the entire movie. So She's the Claw. Oh, we thought, Claw. We thought Claw. in the opening um, sh- someone picked up an egg yolk. With their yeah. fingers. Yes. And we were yeah. like, that she's is painting impossible. With she's an art restorer, I think. Yeah. I think she's an art that, restorer. Her. That was like. She's an artist. It's a very popular career yes. for single women in the 90s because that's what Sigourney Weaver is in Ghostbusters too. <laughs> like just everybody's like, yep. There's just this, there's just this need for art restoration and art history. And, and single stuff. mothers are. I, the I pool wonder. That we pull from. <laughs> I wonder if that played a role in. Our super fan John's desire to get an art history degree when Maybe. he was it has to have he was gonna meet women like Sigourney Weaver and Holly Hunter. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, I'm His gonna heroes. put these, I'm gonna put these eggs together and I'm gonna clean this painting. Yeah, ah. she does like break a yolk and like use it to clean it. Um, you can't pick a yolk up with your fingers like that. I, I think if you're very delicate, I think you could. There is a membrane around it, so you could technically. But I want you it'd to be try odd. This. Uh, well, no, I don't want to try. You it, want me to try to I mean, pick up? I mean, did she actually pick it up, or did she just crack it while it was still in one half of the shell? No, like, she like picks. She picks it up literally. Like, she yeah, pitched it with her she does. It could be. It could. Maybe it's not a chicken yolk. Maybe it's like a different egg that where it's like a thicker yolk, like so an ostrich. No, I think I'm pretty sure it was a. It was an egg yolk. Yeah, I thought it was like a paint bubble. I don't know. I, mean, I have no idea. I'm not an art restorer. I was kind of worried because art restorers let us know in the comments. I was <laughs> yeah, kind I was kind of worried also because um, I didn't realize that was art restoration beforehand. I literally thought it was uh, RDJ shooting up because you see. Should just, we keep count of how many times you bring that up? All right, it's two now. Two so far. Yeah, two. Well, I honestly two. I thought it was supposed to be a downer, but he seems pretty hype this whole movie. Okay, ah! I hope you don't take this. Um, I think that's his character as an offense. Guido, but he reminds me so much of you in this movie. Oh, it's no. not even funny. Oh, oh my. No. No way. Are you serious? Just oh, like. He does. No. He God. doesn't do. There's just no, like the energy and look, the like. I don't even have a Polaroid. He is obnoxious. I wrote. I. That's because you don't thought, love him. I would not be his friend. <laughs> I, I, I would not be this guy's like, friend. No, I am not your friend. I think he's funny and no. he has so much energy. Like it just reminds me of you sometimes. It's just no. some of the stuff he says. No, there, there's, there's not enough facial. Okay, it's my opinion. He's That's one true. of my heroes. But there's, no. there isn't, a, there aren't enough facial mannerisms. He is clearly always Jim Carrey from the '90s. Incarnate. That's, yeah. There are parts. They're just Which like there's just like you. certain scenes, like when they're in the car and she, and she yells like "Stop it!" and he stops the car and she's like. I didn't mean the car. He's like, be specific. I feel like that's just something you would do. Like, I totally. Just, there were just like little things that reminded me of you. When every time I watch it, I'm like, this is so Guido now. <laughs> <laughs> Those not are like laugh the out loud moments. Character and not the the black tar heroin addiction. Well, I mean, <laughs> sometimes you just need a party. Yeah. Okay. So Claudia gets fired. 
After she After. she could have she could have called she should have called in HR. Who kissed who? She she gets fired. Her boss tells her that he has to let two people go. She was the last one in, or she's the youngest, or something. And she responds by um, kissing him. Um, uh-huh. And he's a lot older. So she's just she's you know spiraling a little. So she got fired, and she lives in Chicago. Um, so she's gonna go home for the holidays. What? Um, to Baltimore. Title of the movie. Exactly. And um, we also meet her daughter, who is played by Claire Danes, and her name is Kit Catherine Kit. So Kit stays back in Chicago, and who also lets their sixteen-year-old stay for Thanksgiving. Well, hold well, on. She's gonna be with her boyfriend's family, and she also tells her mother that she's gonna have sex with her boyfriend. Meanwhile, nice the, girl. Meanwhile, Maybe a little the, too honest. And then the cop at the airport is always a movie trope, like yeah. Brit, like Brad in France. There's always a cop saying, "Hey, you gotta hey, move this car. You gotta move this well, car." It's also the day before Thanksgiving, the busiest travel holiday of the year. <laughs> It's the BWI airport, but, by the way. No, it's the Chicago. Well, that's yeah, the Chicago, Chicago airport. And plus, because she's flying it, to BWI. Plus, there's already been a there's already been a her precedent. Mom, but it's dro- really. Kit drops her off at probably O'Hare, which is probably the worst. But it yeah, wasn't filmed at BWI. Airport. I don't know her. I don't know. I don't. But sure, sure. And then also, sure. there's a precedent of children being left alone in the greater Chicago area during the holidays, and they turn out fine. Yeah, <clears throat> they end up in New York anyway. Yeah. She's going to Baltimore. So, um. <laughs> my parents are in Baltimore, and I'm in New York. <sighs> Better. I'm not deal. afraid anymore. Um, so yeah, she tells her mom she's gonna have sex with her boyfriend. I think because her mom probably had her young. They're more friends. They got a more Gilmore Girls relationship than a you know mother daughter relationship. It's too well, I mean, we really don't. It's know, uncomfortably honest. That's like one of two minutes we see Claire Dane. So it's just like okay, bye. I'm going to go fuck my boyfriend. Yeah. Bye. It's okay. We talked about it. So she she's <laughs> flying. She leaves a weird answer, uh, machi- answering machine message. She uses the phone to in Tommy. the airplane, which I, I was like, whoa, there's a throwback. She calls her brother, Tommy, played by RDJ, leaves a very weird message next to this <sighs> woman who is eating raw, like eggs on a plane. Which and I chicken. Do you know who that is? Yeah. I just don't know. Tell me. She is. An absolute the pig. The grandma. She's Eugene Levy's mom in American Wedding. That is not how I know that her from. That has sex with... There's, um, she also... She's, there's a bunch... There's a bunch of... She's in a bunch of stuff. Like, she's I'm pretty sure she's in... I'm pretty That's sure she's in Home I Alone. I think she's in... Oh, man, I'm drawing a blank. She was eating soggy... Leftover chicken. fried chicken. Fried chicken she's and in deviled eggs. It's pretty sure... I'm pretty sure she's in Groundhog Day. She she's, is in Groundhog Day. She, she owns the inn. She owns yeah. the inn in Groundhog Day. That's you, how I know her. You think we're going to see the Groundhog Day? Yeah. Who brings that type of food on yeah. an airplane? Well, it's it's just airport? to it's just to reiterate that '90s another '90s trope, or like any travel like movie now. It's like flying's just the worst. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Well, it is the worst. <laughs> so she gets picked up at the airport by her parents, who are played by Anne Bancroft and Charles Durning. They're Adele and Henry. Did his eyes open? <laughs> Did you notice that? Did what? Do his eyes Charles open? Dunning's eyes are just always... He, he's driving this car and he doesn't even open his eyes when he's, he's driving. I love the, she, the look she exchanges with the guy who came home with his parents in the other car. And they look at each other from across the car. And they're just both like... Because her mother is talking to her in the back seat, and in classic mother fashion, my mother would say the same thing. I can see your roots, Claudia. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's like nonstop gossip. 
gossip. She's you up on shit that you chain don't care smoking about. in the back seat for a long Virginia slim with that horrible pink puffy coat that she wears and the wig. The wig. She wears a wig. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, oh my gosh. Hey, Anne Bancroft can do whatever the hell she wants. Okay, I love her. She's great. She's such so good in this movie. Um. Mm-hmm. Then they're, you know, they're at the house and, and Charles Durning, um, Henry, is retired. He used to work at BWI. He was a pilot. Um, now he's retired, doesn't have jack shit to do. So I and then when, washes every car in the neighborhood. When we see the house, I was like, holy crap, did Jodie Foster reuse the house from Silence of the Lambs for this? It does kind of look <laughs> it like It looks a lot a like bit. Buffalo Bill's house. But then we just get this kind of like normal conversation. Claudia and her mom bugging her, you know you're an artist why would you repair like restore other people's art and then she says well you know i might not work there anymore then her mom turns around says you got fired didn't you like she just knows a mother knows a mother knows and you can also tell that i feel like holly hunter is probably the favorite she's the firstborn and i think she's probably the favorite really i I think so i thought she was the middle kid no she's the firstborn i thought joanne was the oldest no joanne's the middle you can tell no one else is in I their forties. Just the Claude. She's not in her forties either. I think she's probably only thirty six or thirty seven. I said she was forty. I thought the way no. I don't know the way they were always talking about him and everybody was always talking about him. R D J. I personally think you find out later. Well, you have to. I mean, if you're listening, when um, later he said the guy who comes with R D J says something like, "Your daughter's eighteen. She's like, "No, my daughter's sixteen because I started yeah. early." But not that early. So I think she was 20 when she had her daughter. Her daughter's 16 now. She's 36. In my opinion, that's what I think. His name's Leo. <sighs> yes. Okay. Played by Dylan McDermott. Then we get this adorable scene of Anne Bancroft and Charles Durning dancing to Tom Jones together. And you can just tell they, even though they get on each other's nerves, they love each other. Yeah. They're adorable little mm-hmm. old, old couple who've been married for a really long time. He's a really big guy. He is a big guy. He's a big boy. And for those who don't know, Anne Bancroft um, is an amazing actress. She was married to Mel Brooks for a really long time. She has an Oscar. Charles Durning is an amazing actor. I need a movie. I, I'm bad with Charles Durning. Uh, oh, brother, where art thou? He oh, was the okay. governor. Okay. Very seasoned actors. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about her kitchen for a second? Sure. That fucking kitchen is the I don't really worst. Remember. How can you say that? It had three different kinds of wallpaper. I didn't really pay attention to the kitchen. I'm surprised Guido didn't. How did you clock not that notice? Kitchen. Normally you. Clock oh no, I have something kitchens. to say. Oh, yeah. you do? It has a feature I it really has, like. It what? has the hidden um, spice rack. Or no, the no, hidden no. The door? no, 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 no. The speakeasy peg? door that they have. Oh yeah. The pantry. That, yeah, it has a hidden pantry where you can just go hide, smoke, and be with your potatoes. Yes, I love it. That was great. <laughs> And um, it had a pegboard underneath of the kitchen cabinets, which is freaking weird. I mean, I think it's just the, you know, the house they it bought was in the, the 60s times. and probably have never updated. Pegboard under the cabinets I above the stove. Poor boards. Under the cabinets above the stove. Yeah. Oh, I don't like know. Their backsplash was pegboard. Oh, I don't know. I don't I don't know if I really noticed that. And their and their cabinets were like a teal color. Huh. It was so gross. Then we get this kind of weird awkward scene where Holly Hunter's about to go to sleep, and we get to see um, Anne Bancroft undressed. Did that make you happy there, Matt? Mm, It's like seeing the Lone Ranger with his mask off. She looks great. I mean, she does, but you're just like... While she's reciting a Dear Abby column from memory. (laughs) Except it was hers. No, it was a bad pee-pee time for me. Wasn't it her own? 
No, it was just a Dear Abby column that she memorized because I feel like that's just showing that like women get to a certain age and they read Dear Abby. I don't know. But and then, you, just like Holly Hunter peering over her comforter watching her mother undress in front of her is like, oh my God. It's got to be kinda, horrifying. So weird. She waited to do that. I that though because it I mean, really made me feel like, you know, she was looking in the mirror and she's like, yep, this is how I am. This is me. How often does care. your mother undress undress in front of a mirror how during the monologue? How often does your mother uh, speak to you while you're taking a shower? Thank goodness, never. Never. <gasps> she okay. also did that, too. She did, yeah. Well, her mother like, no came privacy. in and sat on the toilet while, while she was taking a shower. She's efficient. Was she taking a shit? No, she was reading her a Dear Abby call. <laughs> yeah, she just had, they have no Dear privacy. Abby. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so her mother tells her to wake her up at... What is she? She says like 4 a.m. Just a nudge. I never sleep anymore. <laughs> I don't know how big of a turkey she's making that she has to get up at 4 a.m. But two turkeys. No, the, no, no, no. She, the she's making one. Bringing her own. Yeah. the sister is. She's a making bitch one for the capital city. And the twi- well, she wants an organic turkey. Is that what the thing was? An organic turkey. The one the sister brought. Why not? Whatever. That's what I get. <laughs> but that's just because that's all they no, offer. No, but I'm, I'm saying like if <laughs> your parents are turkey. making a whole turkey, you're well, going to bring honest, a, a separate turkey. I feel like the turkey that they that the parents made was not going to be big enough to feed everybody anyway. That turkey wasn't that big. Yeah, especially. Like. Plus, no one could cut it. So we'll get to that. So then we meet Tommy, played by RDJ, Mr. Robert Downey Jr. Uh, I also wonder if those um, those night vision goggles were the same ones from Silence of the Lambs. She just reused everything. Yeah. Very, oh, um... Yeah, he he uh, he drove up in his... What car is that? Pontiac? Guido? Was Did you like GTA? that car? Oh, it was a GTO. It's badass. It was beautiful. Yeah. Badass. Very loud. loud at five in the morning. Yeah. 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 And he's got these night vision goggles, and he looks in the window, and the the dad is... Eating food from the fridge. He's fingering a, a finger pie. Of pumpkin pie. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then as soon as the dad goes back into bed, he admits it. Even though the wife doesn't ask him. He's just like, adorable. all right, I had pie. And she's like, Henry. And she hits him. It's like, you didn't have to tell her. Although you would have seen because he just dug like a finger but out. He can't sleep was, with the guilt. Oh, it's so cute. He lifted up the part of the skin of the pie. Yeah. And then took his little pinky. And, <laughs> and then took a bump. Yeah. Yeah. It was so gross. <laughs> um. So RDJ. Uh, arrives and and it's pretty well known that he was um, heavily using heroin during this movie. This All right, was, that's three. I personally we're only counting for him though. Yeah, oh, really got it. I okay. I personally think that RDJ is at his best when he's filled with heroin. So or um, I personally Sorry. think he, Iron Man was. Have good. you seen any Iron Man? I yeah. think he's personally at his best when he's filled by money, fueled by Disney mm. and vitamins. He's I would big say on most vitamins. of his critical successes. I mean. We'll say like critic success and his nominations have come from his heroin days. We'll say that. Did Tropic you see Thunder. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? Yes, I did. I that like was Kiss, a good Kiss, movie. Kiss, bang, bang, what yeah. was he nominated for? Um, he played Charlie Chaplin, and he he got an Oscar nomination for that. He and also he got was, an Oscar nomination for playing a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. So he comes with his friend Leo, played by Dermot Mulroney, Dylan McDermott. Damn it, I always get those two mixed up. Shelby's husband in Steel Magnolias. Yes, among he, many other things. Normally, I'm not a Dylan McDermott fan, but he is swoony in this movie. Oh like, yeah, swoon. The way that he looks at Holly Hunter. Oh my god, he's so sweet too. When he like <gasps> sweet talks the uh, the crazy aunt, when he like is nice to her, oh, he's just so sweet. 
just he, just he the eye the oh, eye yeah. fu- the eye fucking alone between the two of them. I was like. It's just it was like a it was like a marathon. Why do you keep why do you do the scissoring action all the time? We are talking about a man and a woman and you're doing the scissoring action. Okay, fine. Jesus. God. Here Matt's offering you. I'm offering my scissors. Oh yeah. Double scissor. Oh my god. Matt and Guido are scissoring each other. Scissor me timbers. Okay. So RDJ (laughs) is gay. In this movie, yeah, yeah all right, find out but later. that doesn't stop him from saying the word "I got a score." Okay, <laughs> he said score, <laughs> and he sells alcohol. He's an alcohol rep. We're not going to talk about the pictures he takes. He probably sells of his sister. Oh yeah, he he goes into Claude's room. She's asleep. She's high too because she smoked weed, and she's got her like headphones on, and he rips the covers off of her and takes and puts the camera under her shirt and takes pictures of her. He tits. up blouses her Disgusting. and takes a takes a Polaroid. <laughs> and the, yeah, and you can tell they have like a fun relationship. They <laughs> yeah, to rely on each other. You that totally molested fun. me. Oh my God. <laughs> Don't well, you assault he me. He does it again Stop later it. when she's in the shower and he takes a full frontal nude photo of her while I'll assault you next time. Oh my God. <laughs> Leave the police out of it. Yeah. It's okay because he's gay. Yeah. But when she meets Leo, she kind of assumes that Leo is Tommy's boyfriend. And like, she asks him where Jack is. And Jack is, which we find out later, Tommy's partner. They're married. Very. Well, we find out that lunar. Just yeah, married. Yeah, we find out they're married. And there, this this movie is also told in kind of like little, almost like vignettes. So they um, they have like little titles. So like yeah. there's, you know. Um, Company. Say, like, more relatives, the birds. I was like. Clean up. Now what? Like there's a bunch of different like title cards throughout the movie. Yeah. Did Jodie Foster just see clerks or something? Not the editing it department seemed, forgot to take a, the cards a, out. It's a short story. No, no, no. But it just seemed very like at the time again, another, it was another like 90s trope. Like, like I said, like clerks. Like Kevin. Yeah. But Don't it they was do it in, a book. Didn't they do it, it in the like Tarantino movie too? Like there's like. Oh yeah. Kill, well, I mean like Kill Bill. And, Glorious like, Bastards. The, they do it. So then the next day is Thanksgiving Day. We get like a whole bunch of scenes like Leo, Tommy, and Claude have to go shopping. There's a Thanksgiving parade. There's an awful scene where Holly Hunter is talking to the woman who was the homecoming queen when they were oh, in yeah. high school. Oh, yeah. Mrs. John Ritter. Oh, rival Mrs. Fo- John Ritter. Mm-hmm. Yes. Rival cool girl. And that's where we know that she... I don't, mean, I don't really think she was that rude, the, the homecoming queen. She seemed... Kind of nice. Yeah. yeah but they were making yeah. Claudia feel uncomfortable. She was wearing a full fur... And that's where we find out that she had her daughter, that Holly Hunter had her daughter young. Simpler, um, simpler times. Just like stopping the car to talk to someone on the street. Yes. Like, what, does anybody do that now? I mean, I know if I see Guido out at the corner, like to pick your you, kid up from the school. You like to yell disgusting I'm, things I'm like, at him. I'm like, hey, fuck you, asshole. Yeah. And flip him off. Yeah. I usually just wave to Tammy. I, um, you know. Mm-hmm. So then they also have to go pick up Aunt Gladdy. Who is <laughs> um, Anne Bancroft's sister, who lives by herself and is a little... She's a cat lady. Yeah. A she's, plant lady. She's a plant lady. Truly. She's a cat lady. They go to pick her up. She asks, if, she asks Claudia if she wants to see a really big boil. And then she has she, 210 plants. She gets in Tommy's car and farts <laughs> right away. Like, just a fun... One of those ants. You know, she gives uh, she gives Holly so she, Hunter a lamp 
Did you throw a random one? She yes, makes key lime pie with M and M's on top of it. Key lime pie with M and M's. She mm. she keeps referencing um, Adele's husband. Adele is um, Anne Bancroft. Adele's husband. So yeah, but she's a little bit of a nutter, but she's cute. She's also she's alone. Also. She's also yeah. Charlie Chaplin's uh, re- daughter. Yes, right. she is Charlie Chaplin's daughter. Real life, because RDJ played Charlie Chaplin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Then we get back to the house, and we get this, and probably, as my mother says, one of the most awkward scenes in the movie is a scene where Adele has invited somebody over to, quote unquote, fix the boiler, which is not broken, but it's, I guess, an old boyfriend of Holly Hunter's, and it's played by David Strathairn, who is a great actor. <laughs> she but really knows how to pick him. The most. My mom says it's the saddest scene. She's like, he's so sad. He's, he's such, so pathetic. That's what she said. She's, she's like, he's such a... I'm like, it's not his fault. His parents died. Because, like, basically... I'm going to go be alone trying now. to ask. His name is Russell. Russell Terziak. You want to say it like her? Russell Terziak. Russell Terziak. <laughs> and she's... And he's... he's sad like, sack Terziak. Ha- sad sack Terziak. That's what RDJ says. And she's like, how are your parents? Oh, well, they both died. And didn't you have a girlfriend? Yeah, she ran off with my best friend. And uh, my brother moved away because he hates me. And it's just like, it gets worse and worse <laughs> Right. And then and then as he's leaving, he's like, have a nice life. It's so sad. Have a nice life. I don't know why I'm laughing. I'm going to go spend Thanksgiving by myself. The saddest go, sack in the universe. I'm probably going to go hang myself us. from my boiler. I'm all this alone guy was, on um, Thanksgiving, so who else would come and fix your boiler? Oh, that guy God. was Nancy's husband and married with children, right? No. No, 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 no. David Strathairn is in he's he's been in tons of stuff. LA Confidential. Good night and good uh, luck. Uh, um sure? the movie about the uh-huh. the Black Sox. Um he's a great actor. Mm-hmm. He was in The River Wild with Meryl Streep. Dolores Claiborne. Dolores Claiborne. So many movies. Anyhow. Then we get the next kind of vignette, which is called More Relatives. And the third sibling shows up. Um Joanne with, with her with husband Walter, which is also my daddy's name. Steve Gutenberg, the goot, love him. He so has the goot. It's Cynthia Stevenson and Steve Gutenberg. They play Joanne and Walter, and they bring their two children who are. Who I suck. mean, eh, the kid, the, the boy's okay. The daughter's just a little. They of her mom. suck. Brett. She's just a normal like. They suck. Girl, I think I like the little boy. He's fine. He they has fun with his uncle. They suck. Well, yeah. I, Matt said it, so I guess we can't have our own opinions. No. Nope. Gutenberg's a weenie. Oh, my God. I love Steve Gutenberg. He looks like his I'm underwear is so tight, he looks like a half-used tube of toothpaste. <laughs> his, how did, when do you see his underwear? <laughs> he no, just, just imagines it. I'm imagining Oh. Guido likes to imagine Steve Gutenberg. I'm thinking another Steve Gutenberg movie for, on another month of our podcast. I love the Goot. I loved it's not Police Academy, is it? No, it's High Spirits. Oh, Jesus. Uh, so, so I haven't seen it. It's amazing. I was hoping for Cocoon. I love Cocoon. I'll pick that. I don't think I've ever actually seen We Cocoon. should have a Goot Month. We should. No, I... I Three like, men and a baby. I actually prefer Little Lady, but... <laughs> I truly... Uh, I was feeling uh, sympathetic with... Or empathetic with him because he's like, I need to prepare for this. And then all of a sudden... I was told Tommy he wouldn't be here. jumps on the car and he's like... Yeah, like they were driving through a zoo. I was like, told he wouldn't be here, so I have to prepare myself. I get that. And then Joanne, you can tell Joanne is incredibly... What's the word I want to use? Stick up her ass. Bitchy. Up. No. Type A. Yes, that. But no, Um, she's very... Jan Brady. Not hateful of her 
resentful uh, resentful of her siblings because they got out and she stayed and obviously takes care of her parents but really they don't need to be taken care of but she says it like she I, I can't it. do everything, you know, like that. She's, she she's a white knight. She takes it upon herself, though. To, oh, yeah. To she's a martyr. That mm-hmm. Because the parents are independent. Her dad's outside washing the neighborhood's car. Like, they in, don't need to be taken November. care of, like you I, said. That's what virtue signalers do. No, I'm saying she's a martyr. Mm-hmm. She's Kyle Richards. She's a self-imposed martyr, yeah. Yeah. And so, she has a problem with everyone and everything. She, I said, she's no very, one, very yeah. resentful of mm-hmm. of her siblings because they got out and all of that. So then we get the next, which is called the birds, which is I would say the um, apex of drama in this movie. It is Thanksgiving oh, so dinner. <laughs> two birds. We have two turkeys. One the sister brought, which is non-GMO and, and certified and whatever, and then the one the mom's making, which looks like it got run over by a car. Hell yes. Yeah, but it took two people to carry. Yes. So, you know, it's heavier well, than the other one. Well, his da- Henry has a bad wrist. <laughs> she says yeah, the entire a, movie. I got a bad, I, I got a bad wrist. Uh, Did you we, enjoy seeing all of the food? I always enjoy seeing all the what? different food that what was, other families eat. What were the things in the oranges? You've never done this? What is that? Was what it you want to do? No. What was it? You hollow out the orange and yeah. you fill it up with lemon cake and then you bake it in the orange. And then you just eat the cake out of it. Why is that weird? I've never done. that. I have never heard You've of never this done in this. my life. No. And those didn't Pullies. look. It didn't look like cake. It looked like sweet potatoes. I thought that it too. Wasn't Allie. Sweet potatoes. I, I thought, thought it was, was sweet potatoes. I it promise was you wasn't. So we get these funny prayers. They had had, uh, celery and cream cheese. They fucking sang Grace. They sang Grace. Aunt Gladdy did. And then um, RDJ said, that was absurd. Let's eat dead bird. Then Aunt Gladdy stands up and gives this. Oh, the speech. This speech where she basically proclaims proclaims her love for her sister's husband um, in front of him. And he's just like. What the fuck is going on? It was very sultry. And she tells the entire family that they kissed. That they kissed. I thought it was beautiful. And Anne Bancroft's like, you did? He's like, just a little one. I stole a finger. Just a little bean dip. I snuck this finger of your sister. And then, yeah, just super cringe. But it's also, again, kind of sad because you can tell like her life never was what she wanted to be because she didn't get to marry Henry and her sister did. Because she says something like, he gave her the life that I wanted or something like that. It's yeah, really it's sad. Gave, it's like funny and awkward He gave her my dreams. Yes. He made all her dreams, all my dreams come true for her. Yes. Which is sad. Ugh. It's so heartbreaking. And then she I leans wanted... over and says, I was a Latin teacher. Like, it's just... It's fucking nuts. <laughs> it's just, I wanted uh, to leave that She's not nuts. Just say touched. Okay. Just I don't uh, know cringe, cringe. So then, they <laughs> absolutely tried, not. They try to cut um, the non-GMO bird. RDJ does and ends up flipping it into the lap of Joanne, the uptight sister. The right bitch. in the face. And in the face. Everyone starts to laugh, and she obviously is not going to laugh. And then calls him a cocksucker. Everyone just kind of, you know, was like, "Calm down, Joanne. You know, you don't have to." Get out of hand, and then the dad says, "Oh shit!" Look at my tie. Come on, look at this. Look at your father's tie. It's useless. I know how you feel. You don't know how I feel, and in my opinion, you don't even care. 
Well, opinions are like assholes, honey. <laughs> Everybody's got one, and everybody thinks everybody else stinks. For Christ's sake! Words to live by. Tommy goes over yep. and dumps the grease. Well, on the bird well, when they out lift, on her head. When they lift the turkey up off her lap, it kind of comes out of like the neck hole. Yeah, <laughs> and it's all over her head now. It's and disgusting. Then, and then she spills Tommy's secret that him and his partner got married. Yeah, and she's like full on homophobe. She's a about super it. homophobe. Yeah, she's like, so rude. Says how it was disgusting. She kissed. He kissed him on the lips. I have friends in that area. I have fr- like she's embarrassed, and it's just really sad and Fucking gross. Twat. Such a twat. Yeah, and they, the dad says, "Did you kiss him on the lips?" No, like <laughs> just like, <laughs> uh, did you kiss him on the lips? No, you, did you wear a dress? Did you wear a dress? Did that's you, what, that's what it is. is. Did you wear? Of a course, dress? they kissed no, each dad. other on the lips. <laughs> Like that's what you do at weddings. Oh my gosh! Did you? Um... Meanwhile, you know, Dylan McDermott, Dermot Mulroney is just oh. standing there, just hey, Dylan <laughs> McDermott, not Dermot Mulroney, Dylan McDermott. Hey. At at dinner, Gutenberg says one of the dumbest things I've heard at, uttered at dinner, and he I don't know if he's deep into his cups at this point or whatever, but he says. Cash is the fossil fuel that keeps our economic pistons pumping. Oh, yeah, he's a banker. High eye roll. Yeah. <laughs> then we um, we learn cl- all of Claudia's secrets that she got fired. She made out with her um, 30-year-old, 30 years older boss, and that niece Kitty is probably losing her virginity, if not getting pregnant this very, as we speak end. This is what RDJ says. Let's say Thanksgiving's ruined at this point. And they're just they're all they're all going around the table and shouting out all of the the topics that you would never talk about at Thanksgiving. Yes. They started talking about politics and religion. It's and awful. What's what's the mom's name? Adele. Okay, so Adele kind of like runs away at this point, right? She retreats and she goes into your secret um Harry oh. Potter pantry door. I love this speakeasy shit. It's yeah, it's Tammy. Kind of cool. so upset. I'm telling you, this pantry is where it's at. It blended in with the wall. It was seamless. Yeah, you pushed, you also, pushed the wall. About the wall. Yes. This house. There is different wallpaper on every single flat surface in yes. this home. It's yep. true. bizarre. Like having an organ in your living room wasn't enough. You've got to have 30 different fucking patterns? Are you insane? This this house is very um it's not it's not open concept. We'll say that there's a lot of little rooms and a lot of doors going on. It's a clown house. Yeah. And um yeah, so Holly Hunter goes in to apologize to her mommy and, I'm and so sorry. you know, tuck her real hair back into her horrible wig and you know. Everyone gets really honest with each other. Then we get the next vignette which is called the cleanup. So Dad's outside washing the car in November. <laughs> um, Kit calls Holly Hunt, or Claire Danes, Holly Hunter's daughter, and says that you know she didn't have sex because um, her boyfriend's being a douche. Sounds about right. She says, "Don't do anything strenuous, like bang." Yes, yeah, she. The grandmother says that, like, "Oh yeah, did you eat a lot? Well, don't do anything strenuous then." Anyway, <laughs> um, Joanne's being a twat. You know, just. They're cleaning up, and she's just talking about everything. Everything, and then um, Gutenberg and 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 RDJ and Dylan McDermott and the kids are playing football, and there's a fight breaks out between Steve Gutenberg and RDJ, and <laughs> he punches him in hey, the face. He punches him in the face. Real men get hosed off in the front yard. Okay, the, d- the dad. <laughs> oh, stop it, there. Stop it. That's right. <laughs> and then Gutenberg and the bitch sister and their two kids leave. 
in the soapy car because he hasn't washed yeah, off the soap They essentially run away. The soap, the sponge is still on the hood of the car. And the neighbors are all out listening and watching. Yeah. And oh, then, your, um, your family's not so normal either. Shut the hell up. Yeah. Yes. He says with his tiny little T-Rex arms. I don't know if you saw that. He's so cute. He's got really short arms, little hands. And- no, he doesn't open his eyes. Uh, and then... <laughs> um, Jack... Tommy's partner calls and um, I actually like this scene because the dad answers and he says like I don't know if I mean this but I'm pretty sure I do congratulations like he's you know he says you deserve better <laughs> I does. love that yeah. I love that you're a nice kid he's so and you know it's just like you know it it's is like what the, it is he's a good dad step. He's, it's the he's first trying step, to understand what it is because yeah. he has he kind of has to yell at his mom too like his because his mom well his, well because his mom's like oh my god you got married and I wasn't invited blah, blah, blah. you know she turns it into like a I can't believe you did this and I wasn't invited. Not, I'm upset that you're gay or that you're gay and got married. It was that, how come you didn't invite me? Like, oh, the other the other thing we didn't mention was the shrine. That was their children in the background of the dining room. Oh, yeah, it's that painting. It's the painting, the painting that, of yeah. Tommy. Uh-huh. He's like in the center with lights above it. Well, Claudia drew, like painted it, and yeah. that's why her mom says, like, you should be an artist. You shouldn't be, you know, restoring other people's work. You should be making your own. So then the next vignette is called Now What? Claude and Leo, Dill McDermott, take Aunt Gladdy home. Yeah. She's that's the end of Aunt Gladdy. Robert Downey Jr. is a good little bro. He sets it up so that like they gotta leave together. You know what I mean? Well, take the animal. Uh, they've been I no, the whole time. No, because Claudia didn't know that Leo was she thought Leo was gay. She thought that Leo was Tommy's boyfriend. And then when she found out that Tommy and Jack got married. He even says to her, he's like, you thought, she's like, yeah, I did. I'm sorry. Like, she wasn't interested in him, really, until she found out he wasn't gay. And then a nice little. Still nothing. I mean, uh, no, when they get to Joanne's house to drop off the leftovers, they make out on the front porch. Pretty intense. Looks really nice. Mm Mm-hmm. They, he gets. He takes Gladdy in the house. Right. He's so sweet. Because he's got to take a leak. But when he comes back, he shows up and he's got a lamp. He's got a lamp. Yep. And then he says, he goes, you can't have it. It's mine. She gave it to me. Yes. That like, was the most endearing It was comment. cute. I love that. That was he's a good so one. good with her. It was a good throwaway. Yeah. And um, so then they go to Joanne's house. They make out on the front porch of Joanne's house. They bring her leftovers. Holly Hunter goes down to the basement because Joanne is working out. That's how upset she got. She's working out. It's the only thing I do that I enjoy. It's an awful scene with her sister. And I wrote this line because my mom always says this. Oh, she's I didn't write down. But she says, if I bumped into you on the street and you gave me your number, I'd throw it away. Yeah, that's fucked up, man. What? Like they just. It's just a mean thing to say. It's so mean. It's very mean. But also, I, I, I. Okay. I'm not saying that I like the sister, but I do see. It takes two sides to have a relationship, and you can tell Holly Hunter probably has not spoken to her sister in who knows how long. She left out of sight, out of mind. You know, yeah. it takes two people to have a relationship. This is true. You know, and and I do feel bad, a little bit bad for this. I mean, she's it's a it's an environment of her own making, but it you can tell that she was the left out one because Holly Hunter and RDJ have such a connection, probably because sister doesn't like gay people so that's probably why but still like she's the middle child (laughs) she's a pain in the ass so then we get the last vignette at the end of the movie don't forget the the heart to every holiday family movie 
always has to have there always has to be a heart to heart with the with the main character and the dad. Oh, she sits oh. there and yeah. Ah, oh, do you remember that one time when uh, it was it was on my lunch break, but you worked for me. Uh, I worked there, and we were standing there and watching. Are you being the, the dad or Holly Hunter right now? The dad. That is not what Charles Durning sounds like. Yeah, it kind of does. Wait, did, did you talk about them making out? Yeah, I said it. They made out on the front porch. Yeah, but they were eating sandwiches. Yeah, I know, that's, that's later. Bef- we're, we're not there yet. No, I had that before the point. Because it was before that. Oh, but he wanted to talk about the talking with the dad. The heart to heart. Did like, you no. guys... So my dad... I was talking to my dad about this movie. Did you guys pick up that the dad was an alcoholic? Was not... I mean... No. Was in a program? No. no. My dad said that there's a line that I didn't hear that the mom says something like... Oh, he's he'll be back. He's at his program, or he's at his meeting, something thought, like that. I thought that meant he was like a uh, you know like a uh, a Shriner, or like you no, know. No, my dad he's always, at the Eagles Club. Like my a, dad like assumed a it was or, like he was an, at an AA meeting, hmm. but I didn't even hear that line, so I don't know. <laughs> Isn't he drinking in the show though? Maybe it was Weight I don't think Watchers. He does. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they were drinking while watching the same clip of the football game over and over again. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> he offered Claudia a beer later. Like, yeah, he did. That's true. So yeah, maybe had, my dad's totally wrong, but um, and she did. She didn't seem apprehensive to the beer. Yeah, either. I guess so. No, we made a comment because the dad drinks the same beer Guido does. Oh, yeah. MGD. Nice. MGD, yeah. Dad beer. So yeah. then, um, it's the last vignette. Claudia and Leo are making out on the couch, eating sandwiches. <sighs> They're eating sandwiches and then. Kissing with open mouths. They got food in their mouth and they're like playing tonsil hockey. It's, it's gross. And especially since I can hear it. Yeah. I can hear it them is, go. There is. Ew. Stop. So gross. What's that? ASM. R. All right. All right. So much to unpack there. Yeah. Then she's. Then uh, Tommy kind of interrupts them because he's sleeping on the floor right near them as they make out and she kind of just stops herself and goes upstairs and she probably would have fucked him but she would have fucked him if he was Dermot Mulrooney no Dylan he McDermott rolled over out of his stupor you mean and so what's up yeah hey what's up so um RDJ and Leo leave because they have an early meeting in the morning then we get kind of this like little weird scene of the dad watching home movies by himself and nope. then the dad drives Holly Hunter to the airport. I feel like we get this. I don't know if Anne Bancroft said it there. No, she said it when she was in the closet. She's like, whoever did this making us deal with family. And then, you know, we, we get a whole year. Except we don't because those bastards put Christmas right a month later. <laughs> and then Holly Hunter's on the flight. She's the like one of two people on the flight. I was like, how is that flight that empty? Because it's the day after Thanksgiving. No one travels on the day after Thanksgiving. Probably Black Friday didn't exist back in 1995. 95. Yes, it's it so. It's so. Well, it's not as big as it is now. It's just saying. It was bigger because yeah, you actually went places. That's why. Like the mall? I, yes. My uncle and For I used tickle to me go Elmo's. To, uh, to Kohl's in the mall at like 5 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's alone on the plane and then who comes up the aisle behind her it's leo dermot Mulroney with his lamp it's dylan mcdermott with his lamp he carried it on and uh um, couldn't do that today and he says you know no, rdj can handle the meeting himself and you kind of get the impression that maybe they're gonna have a little relish yeah he wants they're to gonna see f- where things yeah. they're gonna fuck on that plane 
Well, there weren't anybody. There wasn't really anyone on there. They could probably, yeah, they could probably just do it on the seats right there. This is, I mean, I guess it still counts as the Mile High Club. Yeah, they don't have to go to the bathroom to do it. I thought the whole like you know allure of it is getting you know. I think it was more just he wanted to like escort her home because then he says he has a flight back like two hours after they land. So he really just wanted to. That's his plan B. Yeah, he just wants to have a four-hour sex debate. They're all one ways. He can just you know. And that's the end of the movie. All the feels. All the feels. Um, so there's not a lot of uh, information <laughs> facts on this movie. The big one is that RDJ publicly admitted to using heroin during filming. Um, Shocking. Uh, Jodie Foster was pretty aware of it and said, basically, I'm not going to stop you because I won't be able to, but you mess up once you're fired. Uh, it has a 64% on Rotten Tomatoes. And uh, there's not really a lot of information about this movie, to be honest with you. It was a very small kind of flew under the radar I, I feel like I don't know when why we watched this movie when I was like younger but we just we love this movie in our family we just think it's hilarious so I guess we'll do a round the table pass fail Guido do you want to go first I've got a few things to say all right you know why you don't produce and direct because there's no one there to go Nah, maybe not maybe not this one okay so which scene are you uh, referring to uh, the sandwich makeout scene yeah Another thing, I feel like in the movie, in the beginning, she called on the her phone call on the airplane. She's just ordering a forever dude from her good little bro. That's all that is. There's she placed an that. order for a forever guy by saying, I'm, I'm just so lost. I got fired and I miss you and I'm really having a hard time. No, I'm not. I'm fine. Oh, you See you later. That's why he brought Dylan McDermott? Oh, that's yeah. Oh, I never really thought that's about exactly it. why he heard that you know his sister was you know in a bad way and in between dudes and jobs and oh. knew that she could go anywhere and start. So he, what a good little brother. Oh, I didn't really. What think about a that good one. little brother. And and I'll tell you, like you know, L- Leo at some point says, "Your brother showed me pictures of you, so I kind of fell in love with you." You know. Even though we don't know each other that well. well she looks great in this movie. Also. And I can tell oh, you that she does. She looks great. That black dress she wears. And she's so tiny. She's a spinner, man. Picks work. Uh, Tammy was shown a picture of me. I was shown a picture of her. Then, you know. You guys ate some sandwiches. We ate some you sandwiches. Made out we with made out. food in your mouth. Yeah. And here we are. Delish. So, yeah, I, I give this movie a pass. <gasps> what? Even though it has feelings? I can't. Dude, oh, yeah. Also, but they're zero feelings. guns. No I guns. give this zero out of ten nice guns. Nice car, though. It had a loud, it's really a nice very car. nice GTO. Really nice car. And the way he plays keep away with it, definitely something I would do. Yeah. Zero guns, a hundred feelings. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I dude, never... dude. All right. You know how like the you're scrolling through movies and it shows you like it gives you some words to describe the movie. Yeah. So uh, our Netflix Adjectives. or whatever we were on said comedy, emotional passionate oh, that's touching i'm like this is my kind of movie i can't wait for this yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious all right matt going into it I, I had some reservations about it too i mean you know jody foster like like guido said anything that's like a, a solo project it's kind of like eh, let's rein it back but um no i liked it i mean a little over the top because like i said i guess my my Thanksgivings are always usually pretty white toast. Maybe that's how it is in Baltimore. <laughs> it's what it was like in Baltimore when they didn't have a football team. Oh. Better times. Okay. But I liked it. I will also pass it. Tammy? Um, 
I thought it was really cringe. I agree. <laughs> it definitely is a movie that they couldn't make today. I really don't I think, think they, that's true. I, think I don't they could. know why you're saying that. I do think that they eh, could well, make I mean, today. If anything, it's a less. The movie is a lesson, mm-hmm. and obviously, it's. I don't like to learn stuff still, when I'm watching movies. I feel like it reflects probably Jodie Foster's family a little bit with RDJ being gay, and Jodie Foster obviously is gay, and yeah. you know. But go ahead, Tammy. I think it's. I think it's extremely relevant. I mean, yeah. I laughed out loud. Yay! I wouldn't watch it again. Okay, but is that a pass? So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> No. Pass it like I'm a ship in the night. You're not going to pass it. Wow. The bad outweighed the good. Yeah. Okay. What what part did you laugh out loud at? The sandwich makeout scene. Ew. That was disgusting. 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 I, la- I laughed out loud at Aunt Gladdy. When she was farting? Yeah, I thought that was funny. <laughs> and her homemade Fruit Loop necklace. Her homemade Fruit Loop necklace. Oh, and she says, "How fast can you go, Tommy? Like the wind, Aunt Gladdy." Yeah, she farts I, like the wind. I thought Aunt Gladdy was my favorite. She farts character. like a damn Clydesdale. So funny. <laughs> she just sits there in the seat, and she's looking left and looking right, and, and they're all just sitting there like, "Oh, it's obvious that it's so you." So funny. All right, well, not a universal pass, but that's okay. So next week is Matt's pick, Matt, quid pro quo. My movie is a very distinguished movie. In fact, it won a major Academy Award for the best movie ever made of all time. What? Lies. The movie that we are going to be watching was released in 1986, which is kind of funny because it's, you know, I came out in 1986. And... um. Why is, a, is it, why is that funny? Coincidental? It's coincidental, you know, and this is it next week is close to my birthday, so I decided to pick one of my favorite movies to have for the Does that what, mean we just, don't have to watch it when we go to the Poconos? Yes. No, we're gonna watch R R R when we go to the Poconos. No. Well we are staying in a house whose nickname is R R R. But Oh, you did tell me that. <laughs> it's chosen for us. It's right there. <laughs> it's Kismet. Go ahead, sorry. So we next week we are watching Highlander. Who's in Highlander? Highlander was directed by Russell Mulcahy. Not Jodie Foster. Not Jodie Foster. This is the second Russell Mulcahy movie you have picked. Well, what can I say? did he direct Ricochet? He he did did. direct Ricochet. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) And it stars uh, Christopher Lambert. It's so obvious. Clancy Brown. Sir Sean Connery. Is it actually pronounced Lambert? He is my favorite surrender monkey. Wait. Or is it Lambert? I don't know. Or are you saying Lambert because of how this got made? I think I'm saying Lambert. <laughs> so this came out before Ricochet, Ricochet. Yes, obviously. It did. Yes. Whatever. Is he I French mean, Canadian or like, more. you know, oh, French Oh, we're going to talk about it. Okay, so where can people watch Highlander? Well, if you don't care that your IT department finds out that you rented it. You better, uh, you you can, better keep your mouth. I rocked it on my phone. <laughs> You can, you can of course <laughs> rent it or purchase it, but uh, I also believe it's available on uh, HBO Max. But you know what? You should just buy it because it's just one of those movies that everybody needs to have on their shelf. I agree. Okay, so uh, Highlander will be uh, next week. We want to thank all of our listeners. You can find us at at Quad Pro Quo Pod across all social media. Rate us, review, wherever you listen to podcasts, how we get better. And if you have an idea for a theme month, 
Like we Goot just, month is taken. <laughs> uh, we just finished, obviously, our spooky movie month. And if you had an th- idea for another theme month, then um, you can go on our website or you can shoot us an email at at quadproquopod at gmail.com. Until yeah. next time, thanks. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.